broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Episode 3, Why is Fear an Incompetent Teacher? Plato believed that the knowledge which we gain under compulsion is the information that our mind doesn't keep. It makes sense that if we're forced or coerced into learning something, even if it's valuable, that we will associate it with dread. This anxiety in learning anything makes it more difficult for us to recall the material. My granddaughter is an excellent example of this phenomenon. Last year, as the start of the school year was approaching, I took her shopping for some supplies. I asked her if she was excited about starting third grade, and she burst into tears. Madeline, why are you crying, honey? I inquired. Grandma, in third grade, they make you take a big test, she sobbed. And I have to pass so I can show everybody I'm not stupid. Wow, was I stunned. It took me a while to get Madeline to calm down as I was reassuring her that the test didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. She was smart, and we did not need a test to tell us that fact. Still, I thought it was utterly sad at the age of eight. She was terrified of having to take a standardized test based on the pressures she heard from the surrounding adults. It's no wonder that 44% of elementary students show significant signs of stress. So why do we instill fear into our children when we want them to learn? We need to realize that all learning involves change. And we are designed to be afraid. It's part of our genetic makeup so that the species survives. But as we saw in my granddaughter's case, she became afraid of something she shouldn't fear. And being apprehensive decreases our learning abilities. All learning involves change. And our egoic minds associate risk with any alterations in what it defines as normal. With every change, there is an ending and a beginning. A time to let go and a time to embrace. Transition helps us see the purpose of the circumstances we now face. Nurture this new beginning. Visualize how you want to move forward into a better life. This way you can start to plan and take steps towards the new goals. New beginnings are exciting, but also a little scary. Focus on the excitement. Don't let the ego emphasize the unknown. Since change is neutral, we can determine if the threat the ego perceives is real or only a dreaded thought in our head. Anxiety about the future is paralyzing and keeps us from making decisions. Our distress builds over time and they compound and exaggerate the stress we feel. Then we start to feel helpless because the egoic mind alters the thoughts into criticisms of self and sees the mistakes, setbacks, and failures as magnifying our lack of intelligence. This line of thinking is harmful to ourselves and more so to our children. All this built-in coercion arises to get the kids to conform and to rise and meet the challenges before them. But this fear-based learning doesn't allow real growth to occur. So how do we grow without the fear that change seems to bring? First, know that to grow, to learn, to gain knowledge requires us to let go of something. Whether it's a former belief, the way we did something, outdated information we need to unlearn, or things we need to release to allow growth to occur. The desire to gain knowledge requires courage on our part. When we realize growth is more important than our fears about change, we choose to be brave and learn despite being afraid. This realization is how we develop a growth mindset, one that questions everything and is persistent in finding the answers by going within ourselves. If we don't question 
all we come in contact with, then we allow others to influence who we become. We're no longer empowered to become who we authentically are. By giving up our power, we don't discover our truth, and happiness eludes us. When we cling to traditions and reject anything new, we close ourselves off from growing. We all want our children to grow, not just by learning the curriculum, but also as fully capable people. Therefore, teaching through fear and compliance will not develop into skilled individuals. Instead, let's have them learn through engagement and empowerment by bravely asking questions, enthusiastically searching for the answers. We want to inspire students to learn for the rest of their lives, not just to get to graduation. We need to become aware of our fears. No one thrives in a culture of fear, so instilling fear into the learning process won't help a person to grow. So how do we empower ourselves when fear creeps into our lives? First, recognize that you are feeling anxious as you are moving towards the edge of your comfort zone, that you are moving towards a growth spurt. This bit of unease shows that you are doing something unfamiliar, and there is an excitement about taking on new challenges and gaining new abilities. And once we get past this nervousness, we will enlarge our horizons and our future will be brighter. So thank the universe providing you with this situation to expand your soul, which we discussed in episode one. Next, realize that our egoic minds let our imagination create horrible scenarios that are always worse than what could actually happen. Instead, allow your thoughts to drift to build the dreams you desire. You still have your imagination at play, but instead of wreaking havoc in your mind, you are now reframing the scene to have the outcome you desire. Both could happen, but focusing on the positive, you can move forward with ease and peace instead of out of fear. Since your thoughts create your reality, be sure you are creating a positive one for yourself. Let's look at reframing fear into respect. Ancient cultures have believed that fear has no value and help their children outgrow the sentiment. They believe that fear should be replaced with a feeling of respect. Elders argue that fear is damaging and paralyzing. Respecting all life eases the egoic mind as the soul knows that we are all connected. This gives the interconnectedness of all life reverence, which alleviates the ego's fearful state of being. These wise people don't try to suppress their children's feelings, but help them transform them into respect and other beneficial emotions. They do this by helping their youth feel safe and relax in frightening circumstances. They also teach the kids to interpret these situations morally. For example, during a thunderstorm, they allow the children to be in bed with them when they are fearful. They also provide alternative explanation with respects to the rights of the storm to have time for its own expression, like it's the thunder's turn to play. There is research that shows fostering respect creates a positive interaction between groups. It also shows that it facilitates cooperation and resolves disharmony. Respecting allows us to embrace our differences and support our connection to one another. Fear is reactive and impedes practical thinking. Respect is conscious and caring, which gives way to candidness and curiosity about the opportunities for resolution. So let's approach life with curiosity. When we move toward a situation with respect, we see more clearly. The fog of fear lifts and we perceive others differently. It allows us to increase opportunities to be helpful and understand the truth of the situation we find ourselves. 
Now we can let our curiosity spur us on. When we are curious, we can overcome any anxiety about moving forward, growing, and learning. This boldness occurs because we are inquisitive. We're also inspired. We're in spirit, in a flow state. We've all experienced flow state where we're in harmony with what we're doing. When the beauty of the sunset catches your breath and you feel that you're a part of nature instead of just watching it. Being one with the experience. Remember, it's about being, not doing. When we're connected to spirit, love is present and fear cannot be in the same place as love. So approaching all situations with curiosity transcends any anxiety we may have without us realizing that it is happening. And us being interested in the topic we want to learn about means that there is an excitement in the discovery process. There is also a desire and a passion for gaining new knowledge. This hunger for further information gives you a sense of purpose, which drives you to complete the endeavor while enjoying the learning process. All this positive energy dissolves the negativity that the egoic mind brings. So how do we move forward? Human beings have a high capacity to adapt to the ever-changing environment and circumstances we find ourselves. We have all adapted to things, so we know that it's possible. We have learned to get along with other personalities so we can communicate better with them. We have changed how we assign work to people based on their skills and talents, so we aren't unfamiliar with adapting to changing situations. We all have overcome obstacles in our lives, and we've learned through the process. Building confidence results from coming out on the other side of change despite any fear we have. When we are learning through curiosity, we retain the information because we allow inspiration to release the egoic mind's control of our imagination to see a negative outcome. This release will enable us to notice how we feel and we can reframe the fear into respect. Respecting the situation allows us to approach the circumstances with curiosity and put us into a flow state and inspire to learn. My favorite quote about overcoming fear is from Frank Herbert's classic sci-fi book, Dune. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. In the crux of this quote, there's a realization that any form of distress isn't a part of our true self. Our soul is connected to spirit, and it has no fear. The anxiety we have can easily be transcended because, at our core, the love that we are dissipates all fear. Without fear, only I, the soul, remains. As you become more conscious and see that fear is an incompetent teacher, you recognize the need to be inspired to learn so you can change your life. Do you need support to help you learn without fear? Do you want a strategy to help overcome the ego's limiting beliefs and live a successful life? If so, please reach out to me via my website, terrykozlowski.com, and together we can make a plan of action for you to create the life you desire. Please join us next week as we discuss how to live from the heart and not the mind. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.